How are you doing? It is so good to have you here. This is the Bureau Podcast, episode number three. I'm your hostess, Ivory, and today we are going to be talking about how to get out of a slump. Now, this has been on my mind for like the past week or two because your girl has been like crying every single day and having mental breakdowns every single day for the past week or so. But I am better now, so I have made a list of things on what to do to get out of a slump or like how to get out of a slump and whatnot. I'm also currently making a YouTube video about this, so if you're interested, then go check out my YouTube channel. It is at Ivory Isabella. And okay, let's jump straight into the episode. Okay, first things first, if you're feeling like you are currently in a slump, if you're feeling like sad, if you're feeling like you're like unmotivated or just like upset or a little bit depressed, it is totally normal and everyone has these days. You are totally, totally, totally allowed to feel like you're in a slump and your feelings are valid. I'm not here to say that you have to like get up and like do stuff right here, right now. I'm trying to say that if you want to stay in your little slump, if you want to like just have a little bit of a break, that is totally normal and I am all for it. But by the time that you feel like, okay, enough is enough and I want to get my regular self back, I want to get out of the slump, Listen to this episode and I swear by the end of this episode, you will know exactly what you have to do. Okay, let's start off a little bit by talking about how I've been feeling for the past week or so. For the past week, I have been in the biggest slump ever and I think it's mainly because of like relationship problems, I guess. I feel like as a teenager, like especially if you are like maybe like dating around a little bit, relationships, situationships, like they are the most frustrating thing on this planet, especially when you are a teenager, like all of your feelings are just like twice the size of how they really should be. So if you are having like relationship problems or like your situationship, your crush like isn't texting you back or like your crush got a girlfriend, like whatever it is, if it's like a relationship problem, then like girl, I relate with you, you're not alone, okay? Another reason that people could be in a slump would be an existential crisis. I have experienced these, but not in the past week or so. I've experienced these many times before. It's sort of like this feeling where it's like, I don't know why I'm here. It's sort of this feeling of like, what am I doing with my life? Like, am I doing things right? Am I like living properly? Am I getting to where I want to go? Do I have goals? What are my goals? Like an existential crisis could also be a reason why you're in a slump. And these sort of just come out of like us being human beings. We're just like we think a lot. And especially if you are an overthinker, which I definitely am one, being in an existential crisis is like, weird it's terrible and it makes you question everything and yeah you could also be in a slump if you're undergoing some like drastic change for example if you were recently in a breakup or if you had lost someone that you really loved or maybe your best friend had had, like moved away for me personally it is currently like grad season it's like the middle of july so that means that a lot of people just graduated and my best friend who has been like she has been with me she has been the number one girly in my life for the past two years she just graduated and she is now in china so that just like hit me in the face like a brick wall honestly it's like having someone in your life no matter if it was like a lover a friend even like a pet a parent anyone in your life having them suddenly disappear can have like a huge impact on your mental health and if you're in a slump because of that then totally normal i also relate to you girl so like 
Okay, now we have a list of things to do when you are in a slump and how to feel better. The number one thing on my list is to get out of your head. And what I mean by this is that when we are in a slump, like it is very, very, very draining to be thinking when you're in a slump because all of your thoughts are either negative or untrue or like extremely biased. Like if you're going through, let's say a breakup, then everything in your mind is going to be like, oh my God, why did he leave me? Or like, why doesn't she love me anymore? What is happening? Like, why me? Like, am I not good enough? Like these are going to be your thoughts right now. Like, listen to your thoughts. Your thoughts are so negative that it is better for you to step out of your head and do some things like physically. For example, you could like dance around or like choose to do some movements. If you are more comfortable doing them at home, you can totally like try like putting on your favorite playlist and start dancing. If you are more of an outdoorsy girly, you can maybe like go on a hike or you can listen to podcasts while like doing like a little hot girl walk. If you want to make more friends, if you're feeling a little bit isolated, then I guess you could sign up for like a workout class. I personally love going to my little like Pilates workout classes. They are so fun and the people there are so kind. So movement and getting out of your head is something that is like the first thing I would suggest you to do. But at the same time, I feel like sometimes when I'm in a slump, I tend to like try to stop thinking about things. So I start like dancing or start doing like something physical, like moving. And then when I am like moving, the thoughts are still in my head. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like I'm moving, I'm dancing, but my mind isn't dancing. My mind is like thinking of like negative thoughts, I guess. Like, okay, if you were to try a workout that is like so hard, like Pilates or something that literally like makes you incapable of like having normal thoughts and all you're thinking about is like, oh my God, this is so hard. I guess that could work. For example, if you're like weightlifting, I don't think that you will have the strength to think about your problems because all of your energy will go onto weightlifting. But if you think that like moving or like doing Pilates or like weightlifting or like a walk isn't really for you right now and you're still like all in your head, then I would say to journal it out because I feel like journaling is just like the number one source of looking at your thoughts from another perspective. I heard this quote that is like, you are not your thoughts. And I just wanted to to share this today. You are not your thoughts. Listen to that again. You are not your thoughts. Your thoughts are not necessarily the truth. So I think that journaling is really, really, really important. And especially if you are in a slump, because it really helps you get to the core of why you're feeling this way. And I also saw like a video about this. It says that when you are feeling unhappy or when you're like in a slump or when you're like thinking negatively and it is really impacting your mental health, you need to get out a piece of paper, you need to split it in two, and you need to write down feelings and facts. Okay, what do I mean by this? Get out a piece of paper and write down like your feelings. For example, my best friend moved away. I feel neglected. I feel sad. And I feel like when I want someone to talk to, no one is there for me. I can also say I feel like school is getting really hard. Everything is getting really stressful. I'm not sure if I have the grades and the capability to get into my dream university. Okay, what I had just listed is basically like some feelings that I'm currently feeling. And these are not necessarily facts. Like my best friend moving across the country does not mean that she's neglecting me and does not mean that nobody's gonna love me. School being hard does not mean that I'm incapable of like going into my dream university. 
after you're done listing out like whatever feelings that you have from being in the slump and like being upset, it is now time to go to the other side of the paper and write down some facts. For example, my best friend moved across the country because she graduated, but she is still trying hard to call me every day and to listen to my voice messages and give me advice on whatever it is that I need help with, showing that she still deeply cares about me and wants me to be well from a distance. And it shows that our friendship is stronger than the distance between us because there is literally a 15 hour time difference between us and she has still been there for me like i'm so thankful for her rose if you're listening to this i love you i love you so much and i can't wait to see you again in like august or something do you see what i just did there like when i was like talking about my feelings everything sounded so negative everything sounded like it was like falling apart like my best friend is leaving nobody loves me anymore i can't do this i can't do that and when you start looking at facts when you start looking at like facts and i mean facts okay not your own conclusions like like don't conclude anything just look at pure facts when you start looking at what is proven to be true in like a positive sort of light, everything just gets like so much better and you can snap out of your little negative Nancy mindset and just like see everything for what they are. However, if you still want to get out of your head, but you don't want to journal, like you don't want to face your feelings right now, which I get it, it's normal, and you also don't really feel like moving or like getting up and dancing, then listen to a podcast. Like, I'm serious, listen to a podcast. Well, I guess you are technically listening to one right now, so I'm very, 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 very proud of you, girl. But listen to a podcast. It could be like a self-improvement podcast, which is what... The B Roll podcast is. It could honestly be like any other podcast. It could be one on like true crime. It could be like a comedy podcast, I guess. Listening to a podcast, it's really, I'd say, like a healthy way to escape from your thoughts when you really need to because sometimes, like, you are so stuck in a negative mindset that, like, when I say snap out of it, you quite literally cannot snap out of it at this moment and that is fine like always treat yourself with care like never blame yourself being like why can't i snap out of this mindset she said to snap out of it but i can't and i'm feeling shitty i'm feeling bad like stop talking to yourself like that girl stop talking to yourself like that you need to love yourself into change you can't hate yourself into change so if you really like if everything is just like not working out then listen to a podcast and maybe just maybe you will feel better Another one of my favorite tips for getting out of a slump is to reach out to your friends and this can be via like email, this can be literally driving to your friend's house and being like, I need help. Maybe text them first before you go there because like they might have like parents or like a dog or like a boyfriend or something. Anyways, reaching out to the people that you trust for support when you are feeling down is something that I highly, highly recommend you do. We are humans. We are not like little like microscopic. I don't know. We are humans. We are like social animals. You know, we need support. We need our friends to be there for us. So I think that there is zero shame. There is absolutely no shame, zero shame in reaching out to your friends whenever you feel like you're down and whenever you want them to maybe give you some advice or to cheer you up or even just to like be there and to like sit with you. If anything, that is what I think friendships are for. I think that friends are there to help you through hard times, to lift you up and to help you become the best version of yourself. I should do like a podcast episode on friendships, maybe like healthy friendships versus toxic friendships because I don't know, I feel like having the right friends is so important and if you feel like you're in a slump and you can't talk to your friends about it, girl, you like, you have the wrong friends. Like, I'm so sorry to say this, but if you like when you're sad and you don't want your friends to know because you're like embarrassed, you have the wrong friends. 
when I am feeling sad, I usually like rant about it to my friends a little bit. I feel like talking and just like having someone there to listen to me or even just like giving me feedback is like something that makes a huge difference. It really, really, really does make me feel better. It makes my feelings more validated, if that makes sense. And it makes me feel like I'm cared about. So if you want to, I highly suggest that you can go and find a friend to talk it out. If you don't really want to talk, like if you're not really in the vibe, then maybe try like hanging out with them and doing something fun and like taking your mind off of things for a while. I feel like isolating yourself in stressful situations can sometimes make you feel even worse. And sometimes all you need is just some quality time with your friends to do the things that you love, to chase the sunset, to watch the birds, to go to a cute little cafe, take your cute little pictures, and maybe after like a week or so everything will be back to normal but i would like to add here that hang out with friends is like it is something that can make you happy but it is something that can also drain your energy so like i said earlier make sure that you're hanging out with the right people like people who can really like understand you if you're like an introverted girl and you really 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 get stressed in like social situations and you don't really know how to act then maybe it would be a better idea to hang out with like your siblings or your parents even or just like someone who is very close to you and would not judge you because like I totally get it. Social interactions are exhausting. And that is the last thing that you want when you're like when you're already feeling down. Like the last thing that you want is just even more things on your plate. So when you're in a slump, avoid hanging out with like friends that you're not too close with or friends that you feel like they're a little bit judgy. And stay close to the people who make you feel like yourself and stay close to the people who like energize you, if that makes sense. The third thing that I would suggest you do when you are in a slump is to switch up your routine. Now, I'm not really sure everyone can do the following things, but there are definitely some things that like take more time and take more money and like are bigger things. And there are some like smaller things that like basically everyone can do. A sort of like bigger activity would be to go somewhere for a short trip. Now, I do understand that not everyone has the time or the money or the resources to do so. So... If you have the freedom to do so and the bougie lifestyle to do so, maybe like book a flight somewhere out of the country and just like stay there for a week with your friends or even go alone. But if you are going alone and just like search up some safety solo travel tips just in case, but I guess it would also be pretty fun to go with friends. Booking yourself a little trip, like a little getaway somewhere can really spice things up and I guess it could pull you out of a slump depending on why you're in the slump in the first place. Everything that I've been saying, like hang out with friends or like changing up your routine, I mean to do this while also processing your feelings. Like when you're in a slump, the worst thing that you can do is avoid your feelings and run away from them forever because it's true that time can like heal all wounds, but your feelings are valid and your feelings aren't gonna like disappear out of thin air. So I think that there needs to be a balance of processing your feelings, but also not overthinking them. Like realizing your feelings, if that makes sense, like observing your feelings. Because if you're traveling somewhere just for the sake of running away, you might not get back feeling more energized. I never think that running away from your problems is a good idea, but taking a little break, like if you're overthinking and you're in your head, taking a break, taking a walk, drinking a cup of water, making yourself a matcha latte because I love matcha lattes, or talking it out with a friend, or just like 
going somewhere, even if it's like a 20 minute drive away, that can be so energizing to get you to step out of your head and into the world and to feel grounded. Like that is sort of what I'm trying to say here in this episode is that when you feel really, really, really stuck and when you feel like you're in a slump, the best thing that you can do for yourself is to get out of your head and into the world. And you can do that by taking a short trip somewhere, like I said earlier, by switching up your routine. You can like if you're not really able to go out of the country you can honestly go like however far you want if you're in europe then maybe try taking a train somewhere if you live in like a big city maybe try going to like the suburbs of maybe try going like to places around the city where it's more like countryside or i don't know i personally live in vancouver so i guess uh like cheap and also affordable and also like a place that i could go for maybe two or three days because i don't have that much time would be vancouver island like victoria or like simply just like going anywhere else and like taking a day trip somewhere even can be so 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 refreshing and can get you out of a slump so easily if you really 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 don't have the time you don't have the resources you're like ivory i don't have a car i don't really have friends i like my parents won't let me go anywhere like what do i do plan something fun plan something fun that is like downstairs if you live in an apartment because i do that's like right next to your house plan something fun like plan a little walking trip to starbucks plan a sunset at the beach plan something fun by yourself or with someone else planning something that you can actually look forward to can bring you so much happiness and can pull you out of that like negativity mood that you surrounded yourself with Like I've said before, these things don't even have to be hard. Like, you can just do the simplest, the minimal cost things that can still make you happy. Because being happy doesn't require you to have a lot of money. Whilst you're planning something fun or you're taking a little trip somewhere, listen to your body. Like, listen to your intuition and listen to what your body is telling you because sometimes when you are in a slump, it might be because you have been overworking yourself. It might be because you are feeling burnt out and when you are and when you do feel the need to rest, taking like a little nap in the day or like i don't know like canceling a little bit of work or a little bit of school just to sleep in a little bit is something that is very nice that you can do for yourself i do think that mental health comes somewhat before responsibilities i'm not saying like just neglect everything and just like sleep for like 2 days straight but if you're feeling like oh i'm a little bit tired or i don't really have a lot of energy right now or i haven't really been sleeping well then get rest like get your rest I don't mind like I don't care if you need to call your boss and say, "Oh, sorry, I might come in work a little bit late today." Like I'm really sorry. Say it politely, of course, but putting yourself like your mental health first can help you better take care of everyone else around you. That is simply like the fact. Burning yourself out to take care of everyone else around you is just not it. Like that is just not the way to do things. So, if your mind or if your body is telling you like, "Hey, I I think I need a rest." I'm not feeling that well. I think I need some sleep. Then let your body rest. Let your body sleep and do not feel guilty about it because you need to rest. Like we're human. We're not robots. Okay, moving on to my last little tip about getting out of a slump is to do a life reevaluation. I think that this is actually very important because sometimes when you're in a slump, it is because of a drastic change. It is because of maybe like burnout. It is because of a breakup. It is because of many things. And for me, I feel like 
Being in a slump means that something that I was doing was not working out for me. For example, if it was like a breakup, then the relationship essentially wasn't working out for me. Or if it was like my best friend moving away to another country, like that also didn't really work out for me, if you know what I mean. If it's because you are burnt out, then the work that you're doing or like school or like how you're scheduling your work isn't working out for you. Like something is not working out here. Like this is probably why you're in a slump right now. So reevaluating your life and just like looking at things that might not serve you anymore and like removing them is something that can prevent you from being in a slump again in the near future. And I guess it's also getting to the root of the problem, if that makes sense. The things that I suggested earlier were actually just like healthy coping mechanisms onto like how to make you feel better, but getting to the root of the problem is something that we all need. It is totally, totally, totally normal to not want the same things anymore or to feel like something is like not serving you or to like outgrow, outgrow friendships, outgrow relationships, outgrow people, outgrow hobbies. Try to do whatever makes you feel the best and doing a life re-evaluation is going to help you see what is working for you, what is not working for you, what you need to do more of and what you need to do less of. I guess it's sort of like putting in the time to schedule in more things that you do like and to lessen your time doing the things that you don't like. I'm not trying to be judgmental at all when I say this. I say this with so much love and so much positivity, but if you are currently in a slump right now, it might be because you have been people-pleasing a little bit. It might be because you have been ignoring your own needs and just working so, so hard to deliver needs of other people. Like maybe you have been like bending over backwards for your boyfriend, or maybe you've been overworking yourself for your boss, or maybe you've been running all of these errands for your mom, but you really don't have time to. Taking care of others is a truly, truly, truly beautiful thing. I suggest that everyone take care of the people that they love and just like everyone in general, but you should not be taking care of others at the expense of your own mental health or your own physical health. This is why I keep on saying putting yourself first is not selfish. It is actually very selfless because when you prioritize your own health and you are thriving, that is when you can do the most service to others. When you are at your best, when you're making the best amount of money that is suitable for you, when you're like thriving inside and out, that is when you can do the best job at whatever it is your job is. That is when you can truly become the best mother, the best girlfriend, the best boyfriend, the best auntie, the best daughter, the best sister, whatever. So this is your sign to stop people pleasing, to set your boundaries and to put yourself first, put your needs first. And yeah, that's basically all I have to say about this. Okay, that was the four things that I like to do to get myself out of a slump and to get myself out of stressful situations. I have basically tried a little bit of all of them for the past week. I have called my friends. I have journaled it out. I have listened to music. I sort of tried to get to the root of the problem, which I think I did. I went to the beach for a little like sunset viewing. And as of right now, I have not cried at all for the past like 48 hours. I, I'm just like, I think I'm back now. I think I'm happy now. I think that I have gotten out of my slump. So proof that it works, guys. Proof that it works. Disclaimer, if you have tried like most of these and you feel like it is still not working, then maybe this is something more serious and maybe you should consider to see if it is like depression or anxiety. 
the advice that I give on my podcast episodes are obviously for like when you're just a little bit unhappy because everyone feels unhappy sometimes. Like no one is happy 100% of the time. But if you feel like your symptoms are like not going away and you you feel sadder and sadder, then it might be time to seriously reach out for help. And there is no shame in that. And I'm so, so, so proud of you if you ever decide to speak up and when you're like feeling really, really bad and to speak up about your feelings instead of hiding them. Okay, all in all, I have a little bit of a try this at home for you guys. And my try this at home is to make a happy playlist. Now, I don't know when you're listening to this, but for me, it is currently summer and I struggle with a little bit of seasonal depression. So whenever winter hits, I'm like not very happy. So I feel like wherever you are and whatever season it is for you right now, make a happy playlist. Make a playlist of like all songs that remind you of like the happiest memories. Music can really, really, really change your mood. Music can change your vibe. Listening to happy music is just like such a serotonin boost. And I don't know. I feel like everyone just needs like their own little like happy playlist to play whenever they are happy or they want to be happy. So try this at home this week, make a happy playlist and tell me in the comments of the Instagram if you did it. Once again, the Instagram is at bereal underscore pod, pod as in short for podcast. I will be posting some updates, some Q&As, some like future podcast episodes on there if you guys want to know what is going on, if you guys want to stay updated. If you're still listening, then it would mean a lot if you were to give this show a little review and a little rating. Five stars would make me really, really, really happy. Like, honestly, it's like 11 p.m. right now and I'm recording this. It's honestly like a Friday night. Should I be concerned that I'm not hanging out with friends right now? I don't know. But I really hope that this episode genuinely helped you and that you're feeling a lot better and whatever it is you're going through, I'm sure that someone else on this planet has experienced this before. You'll be okay. You will be all right. I'm here to give you a gigantic virtual hug. Like, I'm just gonna, like, give you a hug right now. And that is all that I have to say for this episode of the podcast. I love you guys so much. And come back next Sunday for another episode of the Bureau Podcast. Kisses. Bye.